in the Lekut Sichos, value 19, in the fourth Sicha on Iger Satshuva. The Rebbe brings down that in the fourth chapter of Iger Satshuva, the Alter Rebbe says that all the ten spheros are all included in the name of Hashem. And he actually explains it. He says, in the Yud, a Yud is just a Nekuda. It's just like a, a dot. That hints to the idea of Chachma. The kites that's on the Yud, there's like a kites, a, a little extra piece that comes out. It's like a, a small tag that comes out to the, the, the top of the Yud. And that hints to the desire, the heavenly desire, the Ratzin Ha'olyan Baruch And after that, from this dot, it expands itself. So the Yud expands itself in all directions. That that means that's intellect, the wisdom, understanding. It goes into understanding. And that separates, spreads out. That's like goes into the letter Hey. And then when it comes down and it it draws down all the way into the letters of Vav and Hey, because that's alluding to the six emotional spheres. The Shishesh Midas, and that's the idea of the Vav. Vav is, has a numerical value of six, and it brings down, that's the six, the six. And then that comes down and, and includes, and it hints to in the last letter of the He, which is the idea of Malchus, of sovereignty, which is really an including of everything. So that's how you see that all the ten spheres are included and hint to in the name of Hashem. The Rebbe brings down that his father, in his comments on the Tanya, points out three differences in the using of words that Dr. Rebbe uses here. First of all, when he says about the kaitish yud, that tag on the top of the yud, he says that it hints to the desire of Hashem. He uses the word reimes for hint. But later, when he talks about the actual letter yud, he says that, that it's miramezes. He doesn't use the words reimes, he uses the word that it's miramezes. Why the, what's the difference? Here he uses reimes, here he uses miramezes. Another question he has is when he says the order, he says the yud and the kites of the yud, he uses the order that they hint to chachma and keser. So first he brings down the letter, the body of the letter and the tag on the top, that that's what it hints to. But when it comes to chachma, keser, yeah, then when it comes to bina, and the emotions, Zan Malchus, over there he says the opposite. He says they, these spheros hidden to the letters Hei Vav Hei. So here he mentioned the letters after the actual spheros. Why the change? Another difference, another third question is, by Chachma and the desire which goes, refers to Keser, and by the Bina Zal Malchus over there, he says, he shows two differences. By the Bina and the Zal, the Malchus, he uses the words that it includes, includes, says Nichlal, he says only, he doesn't just, just use the word that it hints to it, he says also it includes. But when it comes to Chachma and Keser, it, he just says, it, does, it, just says it, it hints to it, it alludes to it, doesn't use the word that it is, it, it includes. Now obviously if we, Rebbe brings down that, uh, that it's obvious that he sh- he's just showing you the differences, but if you de- delve into it properly, you could get the explanation. From the explanations it brings down that there's three points. You have the idea of the, the tag on top of the Yud that hints to the, des- the heavenly desires. Then you have the body of the letter itself that hints to the Chachma. And then you have the Vav and the He that, that comes down and alludes to the understanding and the emotions. When the Rebbe begins with the idea that all the ten spheres are included in the name of Hashem, obviously that means he's saying that the Yud itself is included because the Yud is one of the is Chachma and Chachma is one of the spheres. That means he's excluding the idea of the Ratzin, that desire is not part of the ten spheres. 
Now, this idea that to explain all these different things, so the, so he brings down first the idea of why in general at all did Alter Rebbe have to bring down anything about this kites of the Yud. Seemingly, he's talking only about the idea of the, the way it's in the, the ten spheres are in the name of Hashem. So why do you have to tell me anything about the kites in the Yud? Especially if you think about it, even strong characters, even stronger. Because later on when he explains that a Jew has chelak Hashem Amai, that we are part of this name, and that's why we have the power to awaken the U13 attributes of mercy and bring down this, the, you know, the, the, this thing, the, this level of desire to clean it. But over there, he doesn't bring down anything about the kites. So he says that's exactly why, because when you do tshuva, the, uh, you're arousing the 13 attributes of mercy, and that's going to bring down from such a high level of desire to be, to be able to clean out any blemish that you did to the name, because you have to actually reach the place that's higher. So he says we have to understand how does it work with this level of desire. Is it the kites? Does the kites of the yud have a connection to the yud, or is it only hinting to something that's above the yud? And he says that's actually really is the key over here. We have both components over here. We have the idea that you could ask, what does it make a difference at all actually it, to know about the kites of the Yud if it's so high? Seemingly, we don't have any connection to the Yud, to, to the kites. In other words, my blemishes seemingly don't actually affect the kites of the Yud. But on the other hand, we're saying is that this this place could come down and clean up the sin. But if it could come down and clean up the sin, that means it does have to have a connection to here. And then you could say the same thing is about the letter Yud itself. The letter Yud itself. Really, when you do a blemish, you're not actually hitting the letter of the Yud itself. You're only hitting the ble- the place of the letter Yud that's being mispashit, that spreads out to the rest of the letters. So if so, why do you have to have the Yud itself? At, uh, where is the Yud itself? Do, if we, do we don't bring a blemish to it? But seemingly, the Yud itself does have some kind of image to it. It is something just like actually the Kaitzah Yud also. The Kaitzah Yud also has a dot. And from that dot, you start to make the mark. From the mark, you make the Yud. So then there is existence. Once there is existence, seemingly our sins should be able to reach and, and cause a blemish to it. So all this is understood based on the Alter Rebbe's explaining things the way the Rebbe's father points out of these different nuances that the Alter Rebbe is writing over here answers these questions. In the Spheres, there's a difference in the way things have a connection and the way things are above it. When you say Bina, understanding, or the Zah, Malchus, which goes on this sphere, you say over there that it includes and it hints. It has both things because over there you're completely absorbed into the shape and the form of the letters. But Chachma and Ratzain, the wisdom and desire and Keser, does not come at all into the letter you just like a crown. It sits above it. So it's above it. It's that level that's above and then a blemish does not actually actually reach to there. Now, these two components you have here of whether it's Ratzin is in the kites of the Yud, whether it's in the kites or whether the kites alludes to this level of Ratzin. He says we actually have both components. On, on one hand, it has a, it's in the kites, therefore it has a connection from that little tag. You could stretch it all the way to the letter itself and make it into a Yud and then from there it gets to a hay and so on. On the other hand, it only alludes to it. He says this is actually an example of the Talus and the Tzitzis. In the Talus itself, there's no Kedusha. Therefore, you're allowed to use it for whatever you want. And, and however, on the tzitzis, the strings, 
you can't use whatever you want. It's actually a kedusha in it. But on the other hand, it doesn't mean really that the talus doesn't have kedusha. That Arizal actually says that the talus is more holy than the tzitzis itself because the tzitzis only has the nimin. It only has the little fringes that that catches some of that holiness. But he says it doesn't mean that the Talos doesn't have Kedusha based on what Arizal is saying. It means that it's such a high level of Kedusha that it cannot go into the Talos. Therefore, you could use the Talos whatever you want. So that's like this kite. In one hand, it has this major level of Ratzin and the Ratzin Aliyin, and therefore that's in the kites. That could have a connection to lower. So that's that part of the Talos. On the other hand, you could use the Talos whatever you want because the kites itself does not actually hold within it what's above it only alludes to what's above so it's like the talus alluding to that ur makif that comes onto it and this becomes the difference also we see by the name of anoichi for example anoichi we see the same thing anoichi doesn't have any kedusha in it right when it says it has no substance to it the other hand is when you say I you're alluding to the most amazing level of atmos of the essence of Hashem itself so you see the same thing as the Neichi on one hand it, it holds on to something it, it had, it's a letter the other hand it alludes to a place that's even higher now that's the difference. If you say etfas or you say asramis, when you say etfas, it means it's, a, it's holding onto. When you say it's asramis, it's only a remez onto something. And that becomes a difference. When you say remez on the kites, over there he uses only the word remez because he's talking about the way it's a lighter connection. It's not so strong to it because it's only alluding to something. But when you're talking about the chachmo, but the yud, over there he says it's miramez because it's heavier and it's connected. And this becomes the difference here that in the levels that are higher, it, like in Kesser, over there, the crown of des- desire over there, there's no connection to, to, to the below. So it's only hinting to it. When it comes to the Chachma, it actually has a connection. And sometimes you find, he brings this analogy, that sometimes you find in the Bina and in the, in the motions that it does have a connection. But he says, that's like Ur. In other words, when it comes into the garments, comes into the letters, only the body of it does, but not the light. The light of it could go in, but the light of it never changes. It's like saying water that you put into a glass. If the glass is a colored glass, the water will look different, but it doesn't really change the color of the water. That's because the air itself doesn't really actually change. And this is how he explains all the three different uh, anecdotes that the Rebbe's father picks up here, because that helps us to understand that this kite has the Ratzin, but it also alludes to the level of Ratzin. So because the level that it alludes to, that's the level that could come down and clean up any blemish.